Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's Lakey here in the hot seat tonight, um, going through everything we have on the SC Report as usual. Joining me on the microphone is absolutely nobody. Nope, I'm here by myself. We've hit magic round in round 10. JT's decided to dip and left me in charge. So, you guys get stuck with my dulcet tones for the next Corey Parker knows how long, and I'll try and keep things interesting. I'll try not to bore the pants off you unless that's what you're into, and uh, we'll get through as much as we can in as little time as possible. So, Don, tonight we'll uh, look at the team list as they dropped this afternoon. We'll talk about the important super coach things, the ins and outs, uh, how things might have affected you and uh, your teams. Um, we'll also go over some of the biggest trade-ins and trade-outs of the week, according to uh, the website. So we'll talk about what's good and what's not, i.e., you know, Robert Jennings last week. I think he was the second most traded-in player of the week and already on the chopping block. So hopefully you didn't fall for that trap. We'll see if we can steer you clear of anything like that this weekend. And... Um, yeah, we'll head into Magic Round on a high. Um, if you haven't been, it's uh, it's a fantastic weekend. I've been to the last three or four years. And I'm caught up with the, the usual suspects, Wenens and JT, uh, Catfish, Surge Buster, uh, Stylesy is always there. He's, he loves it. So it is one of my favorite weekends on the NRL calendar. If you've never been, as I said in the article, put it on your bucket list. It's a, it's a must-do for any rugby league fan and uh, super coach just makes it all the better because you get to sit there in person and cheer on every single player in your team across the weekend it's fantastic uh obviously my nights won't be there this year they're uh probably a good thing judging by last weekend's results too they didn't deserve it but um i'm hoping the week off will give them a refreshing take and a few uh, fix a few bugs in the system and come back out firing next weekend. But um, before further ado, how about we get into looking at the teams? Do you believe in magic? Yeah, that's nice. That would go old school, cracking movie. That one, I love it. It still holds up. Uh, first of all, we go into the Dogs and Raiders of early Friday evening, six o'clock. So that kicks off the round. Big news with the doggies. Jacob Karaz makes an early comeback. He wasn't due to return until next week end, but um, gets in early in this one. So if you've held this long, congratulations. That's an absolute cracking. Um, inclusion for you but um 
Otherwise, he has a massive break even. We're talking 160, I believe. And um, he should be nice and cheap in the coming weeks. Hopefully, we can get him at a discounted price for all those that were never actually able to jump on board. Maybe wait until after his first price drop in a couple uh, uh, he bottoms out in a couple of weeks and he'll go through the buy but um, yeah that's what we've got on for looking ahead to him uh, other ins for the dogs Max King Franklin Pele are both in which means Harrison Edwards who was on the bubble this week as a front row cheap he has dropped out which kind of hurts but uh, he started last week if Max King's not good to go I imagine Harrison Edwards will get a call up at some point um, so, you know, keep him on the radar. Hopefully he's not too far um, gone for us. Uh, other side of the board is the Raiders. So pretty stock standard team. Uh, they lost Hopawade and Corey Haraniera has been dropped. Um, and comeback in is Xavier Savage for his first run of the year. Uh, only on the wing, though. He's... Um, he's Returned through the New South Wales Cup a couple of weeks now. Playing very good footy, apparently scoring tries and running 150 metres plus a week, but just a little bit uh, low on confidence after breaking his jaw. So he's come back in on the wing. But that also means that uh, Jared Croker has survived. And he was really good last week, I thought. Um, scored a try early, kicking goals still with the best of them. And... Um, just playing some good footy, not quite Croker of old, but good enough, good enough, and put up a score just under 70, lower as JT would say, so negative eight break even and a nice cheapy heading through. Uh, the Seagulls Broncos round out Friday night. We have Tolotau Kula is back in in the centres. Um, he replaces Morgan Harper, who's, who's dropped out and which is great news um, because that means Ruben Garrett goes back onto the wing. He wasn't good in the centres. There was one stage, I don't know if you watched the game, but he was following up with uh, Ethan Bullimore met a break. All he had to do was pass left to Garrick and he touches down and makes his score respectable. But apparently um, Bullimore just is a black hole. Once the ball goes in, it doesn't come back out. Other ends for the Eagles, Tom Dravojevic is at fullback. Um just missed last week with that uh, niggling issue. He was touch and go last week, but he's in for this week. So big news for him. Sean Kepi goes to the front row to replace Jake Trojevic, who's out with a calf strain. So he should be missing the next couple of weeks. Otherwise, it's pretty standard. No one too much of interest for the Eagles. On the other side of the ball, Brisbane Broncos. Uh, they get back their two big outs from last week in Ezra Mam and Payne Haas. All Payne Haas owners will be breathing a huge sigh of relief that he's straight back into the side. Not that he wasn't going to be, but it was only a one-week suspension for a, a hip drop uh, tackle. And uh, he takes up straight back into the prop rotation. Keenan Palacia goes to the bench, and it's Kobe Hetherington that makes way. Um, so that's good news for anyone that jumped on Palacia last week. Not that he's going to get massive minutes, but I thought he played pretty well uh, in the limited minutes he got last week. I just wanted to touch base on Reese Walsh. He's been missing the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with him, but it's given himself 
you know, after hitting those lofty heights he was early in the year, he's back down to a 80 average on the season with a 156 break even. Um, if you were looking at him as a stopgap when you jumped on board, this is probably the time to jump off. Um, otherwise, trust the process, as they say, and hope that he can get back to putting some huge runs on the board. His last two weeks were Parramatta, which is a tough outing, and South, which is a tough outing. But he say he's gone 38 and 23 over the last couple of weeks. It's, I mean, Manly's not a bad side, but then they've got Melbourne and Penrith coming up in the next couple of weeks after that. So we could be seeing some low scores for Reese Walsh if he doesn't get things turned around pretty quickly. Um, I might be looking at him in round 13. They play against the Warriors then and then a Sharks side with whoever backing up from Origin. So could be a good run coming up for him on the bye extended if you wanted to run him through the Origin period as your main um, fullback through that time, Um, maybe replacing uh, a Turbo or a Latrell or a Teddy just to get an extra name on the park. So hopefully he can turn things around and not absolutely go completely missing coming into saturday we got the warriors versus panthers chance nickel clocks that has been named at the back for the uh, warriors so very surprising to me he was supposed to be in the 11 day stand down concussion protocols that the league has implemented it looks like it's a 10 day stand down period with 11th day being okay to return um both he and Eli Katoa, who I'll touch on in a little bit later, were both HIA in that same game and have both been named to return this weekend right on 11 days since their Anzac Day outing. So that one surprised me a little bit. Um, he only returned a couple of weeks ago from his first HIA of the season, copped his second. I'd be watching very closely to Styles' late mail to see if CNK makes it to game day. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him pulled out. You've got Tane Tuipiki on the extended reserves. I would assume he comes back in after being a late scratch in last week with a minor leg injury. Um, I don't see them going back to DWZ at fullback and um, you know the center wing shuffles that they had last week after getting put to the sword by the Roosters in what was really a lackluster game, to be honest with you. Other one for the Warriors, the big in is Tohu Harris. He is back at lock. Um, The report during the week from the coaching staff was that Tohu was only a 60% chance of running out there on Sunday afternoon. He has been named. They're giving him every opportunity, see how he goes at training, captain's run, blah, blah, blah. But um, I would be making sure that you had someone on the bench to cover him because there's a very good chance he doesn't actually see the field this weekend. Um, it would be his knee said to be okay. It's uh, loose but stable. But um, so you know, I don't think they'll risk him if it's not not 100 right. Um, I'd I'd be surprised to see him out there. I'm an owner. I hope he's there. He's fantastic when he's on the field, but I just don't see him actually taking the field this weekend. Moving on to the Panthers, only the one change from last week's side that lost to the Tigers. I did not see that coming. But, you know, we'll, we'll put a pin on that until a little bit later. Matt Eisenhuth hurt his shoulder in that game, failed to see out the match. So he's out. James Fisher-Harris returns from his injuries in a straight swap. So everything else is stock standard. Got Zach Hoskin on an edge still. Um, 
Luke Garner is still floating around in the extended reserves, as is Spencer Lenu. Uh, both could come into the side at any given moment, obviously, but we'll see how things go as we lead in closer to the game. Um, I Big super coach one for me this week is Tyrone Peachy. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. I don't think he's a fantastic footballer. He can play on his day, but it's that left center spot that he's got while Isaac Tungo is out injured for the next uh, five weeks, I believe it is. They said he was around six to eight weeks. So if Peachy can hold on to that left center spot, he scored a try on the weekend, the only one that the Panthers scored, I believe. Um, If he can keep doing that, every week or so, then he's going to put on a stack of cash. He's got a negative 11 break even at the moment with a 54 in his rolling average. So looking at a good um, bit of change coming his way over the next couple of weeks, only 290K, so it's a decent downgrade option. And, and say it was only a couple of years ago, he was absolutely killing the competition in this Penrith side. Uh, not that he's going to get back to those. I don't expect that whatsoever, but he could be a good fifth, sixth center wing for you for the next couple, uh, sorry, second rower for the next couple of weeks and hopefully gain that center wing dual flexibility uh, in two weeks' time, I believe the next updates are on. So he'd been playing in the centers. He's a, almost a lock to get that, I would say. And then you can flick him back and forth. Maybe you've got Connolly Lemuelu uh, still hanging around and you can have that flexibility for a couple of weeks. Moving on to Saturday afternoon, Cronulla Sharks versus the Dolphins. Um, pretty standard. Braden Hamlin Ueli is out of the side after being a victim of a hip drop tackle, but Dale Finucan comes back in at lock. So Cam McInnes to the bench, Royce Hunt from the bench to the front row. Only sort of minor changes as far as the team uh, layout is concerned. Britton Nakora has been named. He picked up a leg injury last week, but has been named as at the moment. Um, again, keep an eye on Styles' mail. If he's sober enough across the weekend to get out the mail, that is, then Nakora will be a close watch. Plenty jumped on him after he's had a huge opening couple of months of the competition, combining exceptionally with Nico, who's also playing pretty good football, I guess. And um, Nakora was on his way to being one of the best second rowers of the competition by year's end before getting hurt early last week, uh, still on close to 60 points. So he didn't lose anything. Uh, You'd still be happy enough with that, and you're happy enough that he's been named this week. Over the Dolphins, as I mentioned, Robert Jennings is out. We all tried to warn you last week. Tessie knew was just around the corner. Uh, he's back in this week, and Robert Jennings is the one to make way. Anthony Milford has also found his way into the 17 on the bench. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come on and start at six with Cody Nikarima going back to the utility role to start the game. Mason Teague is also on the bench, so I'm not sure exactly how that's going to play out. But um, the big one for me, uh, it was reported on Twitter earlier today that the team at training today got around Valence Tavare and cheered and celebrated with him. So it looks like from an outsider's perspective that he's been told he's going to debut this weekend. Branko Lee has been named in the number four, but is said to have done a hammy in last week's game, didn't finish the game. 
And um, despite being named, I believe he's going to make way and VT Dub is going to come in for his debut in the NRL. Hopefully the kid takes it with two hands, runs with it and, um, and, and sticks around for a while because we could really use a basement price downgrade option and, and this is the perfect time for it heading across the buy rounds. So keep an eye on that one. But all smart money says he's going to be pulled up for game day. Closing off Saturday night is Melbourne versus the Bunnies. For Melbourne, fresh off the bye, just the one change. Uh, Tyron Wisher has dropped to the extendeds and uh, Tom Eisenhuth has come onto the bench. Otherwise, everything's the same. Nelson Nasofa Solomona, after being put to the bench for Tariq Sims, they've reversed roles, so they've been named in their respective positions. As I mentioned, Eli Katoa has been named in the number 12, but again, keep an eye on that. If CNK is out in the earlier games, fair to say that Katoa will be out in this game, in which case I'd expect Tariq Sims to come into the 12, and then you're probably going to get uh, Jordan Grant or something come onto the bench to, to cover. For the Bunnies, just the one change. Anybody hoping David Mowali would be their cover for a late Tohu out this week is going to be disappointed. He has been dropped. And Liam Knight is brought in on the bench for his first game of the season. Now, Mowali's not even in the uh, 22 at all. Um, so it looks like he's out injured or he's just purely that awful that they've just cut him entirely. Either wouldn't surprise me. Um, the bunnies are firing at the moment. Melbourne's always a top side. I'm really looking forward to this game on Saturday night. Let's uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with the rest of the teams and some trades stuff. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That is smooth. I didn't realize how smooth it was until Juz wasn't here dragging me down. Uh, we're flying through these teams, guys. It's amazing what you can do when he's not here. But um, early Sunday, this has to be the uh, – if there's an opposite to game of the round, then this is it. West Tigers versus the Dragons. Just the one change for the Tigers. Brent Naden is out at center, I possibly due to that being binned last week uh, for that awful shot that he put on. Asu Kapoa comes onto the bench and Tommy Talao moves into the centers from the bench. So uh, nothing really groundbreaking there. Jareem Buller at the back, basement price, 200K, a fullback. Um, coming into his third game, he's right on the bubble. He has a negative 30 break even. Just let me confirm that. Um, negative 38. So he'll be making some quick cash in a hurry. Problem is he's fullback only 
in Supercoach, which means you're going to have to drop one of your guns. We all went double guns to start the year, I assume. Uh, and if you've done that, you're going to have to be getting rid of a Turbo or Teddy or something like that, which I'm just not sure is the smartest idea. But, you know, if for some reason you do have a the flexibility of a fullback center wing um, as your reserve fullback, then you can go ahead and move him up to the center wing and uh, grab Dream Buller for a bit of a cash grab. On the other side of things, big changes at the Dragons as Anthony Griffin really trying to hold on to his seat there. It's his last chance from all reports, so he's absolutely put a broom through this club. Zach Lomax is one of the casualties. He's dropped from the side. Uh, Jaden Hunt has missed out after he was coming into his third game. Jacob Little uh, gone as well, which... Let's say these some of their better players as far as I'm concerned over the last few weeks. So I just absolutely I have no idea what's going on. If uh, you're a Dragons fan out there, maybe hit up the site, send us a tweet or something like that, and see if you can explain it to me. I just don't get it. Michaeli Rafalawa is back. He's gone onto the wing, which pushes Max Fini into center where Zach Lomax should be. Billy Burns and Jaden Sewer come in as the second row, uh, second row pairing. That's right, and Jaden Sullivan joins the bench. Um, Jack DeBello moves from lock to front row and Jack Bird goes back to lock. So plenty of changes for the Dragons as they look to finally shake this curse that started the season and the curse being Hook himself. So it looks like that'll be cleaned up uh, end of next week. Roosters versus Cowboys on Sunday afternoon. Correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like we see this matchup every Magic round because, let's say, I'm sitting there watching it with Juzzy, the Cowboys are his team, and he pretty much goes dead silent when the Roosters give him a toweling in, on Magic Round and we lose him for a couple of hours because he won't talk to anybody. But um, I, I believe this happens every year and I, maybe it's a tradition now. Anyway, um, Paul Morski is out from centre, which pulls Dra- Drew Hutchison from utility to centre to cover him. Uh, Joseph Manu, Luke Keery remain as the halves pairing. Jared Waharia Hargraves is back in at prop. Fletcher Baker drops out. And Jake Turpin is in as utility in the number 14 jersey. He'll be there to cover Brennan Smith, who was actually hospitalized last week after suffering a neck injury, which sounds a lot worse than it is. I believe it was precautionary. But again, they won't risk him if it's anywhere that's above that line of just uh, niggle, there's no point rushing him out there with a sore neck or something like that. You would hate for something to happen. So Jake Turpin's there as cover. Um, Sam Walker's still in the extended reserves. I don't know whether they would bring him in as a utility at this. That would be rubbing salt into the wound as far as I'm concerned, but uh, something to watch there. For the Cowboys, Jeremiah Nanai is out after his hip drop tackle. Last week, Tom Chester did his ACL. His season is over, unfortunately, because the young kid is an absolute jet. Really fun to watch when he's on the field. Hopefully, he comes back bigger and better. The ins are Helam Lukey in the second row, returning from his injury. So he goes straight into Nanai's spot. And Finna, there's another bench guy who I just absolutely cannot pronounce his name. I apologize, but he's coming on for his... Um, debut in the 17. It'd be interesting to see how he goes. I wish Juzzy was here. We can have a crack at that one. 
The other minor changes is Jake Granville from lock to bench, Ruben Cotter from bench to lock. They've started that way the last couple of weeks and then reversed roles with Granville starting and Cotter going back to the bench. Cotter actually only played 34 minutes, I think it was, last week for a score of 29. I, again, I don't quite understand. He, he's been playing pretty well when he's on the field from what I can see. Just looks like Peyton doesn't want him out there for whatever reasons, unless he's still carrying an injury or or something of the like. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, again, bit of a mind-bender, that one. Rounding out the round is Titans versus the Eels. For the Titans, AJ Brimson is out. He hurt his hamstring again last weekend, so he'll be out for a few weeks. Jaden Campbell goes from the bench to fullback, and Cruz Lemon comes back in. So, again, not too much change for this side. They'll be looking to bounce back uh, again. That Two weeks ago, that awful loss to the Dolphins. Then last week, uh, they lose to the Raiders. I can't quite remember, but they say they, they had a tough couple of weeks. And um, No, sorry, it was the Dolphins that played the Raiders. The Titans just hang on in their game, and uh, but they looked like they were going to drop another big lead at one stage. So hopefully they can bounce back because the Parramatta Eels are flying. They played a reserve-grade side last weekend and absolutely put them back on track. For them, Sean Russell is out. Matt Dory is out. And Offahiki Ogden has been benched. So all three of those guys out. What that does mean is Hayes Dunster survives. With the return of Bailey Simonson coming in at centre, Hayes Dunster is still on the wing. Anybody that grabbed him, great news. You've got an extra number. You've got an AE nightmare. And he actually lost money last weekend after being only 235K. He ended up scoring another, uh, what, 25 points and lost 10K on his starting price. So maybe he gets it back this week. He's got a break even of 15. Elsewhere, Ryan Madison is back, but only as far as the bench. Uh, They've gone with Andrew Davey in the second row in his first game for the Eels. Now, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was a bulldog got the early release, the Eels have picked him up and they've thrown him straight in. The starting side next to Sean Lane and uh, Jermaine Hopgood remains at lock. So Bryce Cartwright, Ryan Madison, both on the bench there. Um, I can see Andrew Davey moving into the middle a little bit. They've only sort of got Makahesi Makatoa on the bench as a true prop. Ryan Madison plays through the middle a little bit and so does Jermaine Hopgood. So those three guys might rotate through those positions and and Bryce Cartwright will come on somewhere, you would assume. Probably not going to be playing the minutes he was the last couple of weeks. So Those are the big ones. Um, not too much of a bit surprise. As I said, keep an eye out for Valence Tavera in the Dolphins side. He's going to be the big one to watch this weekend, I feel. Let's have a quick look at the biggest trade-ins and trade-outs of the week. Reese Walsh at number one as the trade-out lists, uh, almost 8.5K are trading him out, followed by Tom Trebojevic. These ones surprise me a bit. If you've held Turbo through his injury week, why are you trading him now when he's coming back? Um, Potentially, it's just to get Jareem Buller, who is the most traded in player of the week with you know over 11,000 people have jumped on board. So just a cash grab or you know, Clint Gutherson is the one under that that everybody wants a piece of. So pretty much a straight swap there. People maybe buy planning a little bit early. The other trade outs, 
Josh Schuster, not surprising at all. Torrell Sloan had an 18 last week. Again, not surprising. Greg Marzu is one of the trade-outs uh, on the buy. So I can understand that if you've gone from uh, like-to-like top center wing sort of straight across to a similar center wing. Um, hopefully, Marzu comes back and continues his run of form because he's been fantastic. But I understand jumping off for the buy. Val Holmes, Will Warbrick are both out. Again, you held Warbrick through the buys, but now you're jumping off. Whatever. Moving back up the list, number three and four, two Panthers, Taruva and Nathan Cleary, uh, high on the trade out list. I mean, I get it. And people are worrying about Nathan Cleary after, you know, his back-to-back low scores, um, 60 and a 44. 44 just awful against the Tigers and what was expected to be an absolute bloodbath for the Panthers, but they just didn't turn up. They got ambushed. Um, plenty of people jumping off, but it was only, you know, he started the year with a, a 50 and a 40 before he scored 77, 124 and 158. So can turn this around in a hurry. Um, and I just think back to a couple of years ago. Again, I was sitting with Serge and I was sitting with Catfish watching the Sunday afternoon games. Uh, Fish had captained Pappenhausen, who got his head taken off by Terrell Fulimaono. And then Serge and I watching uh, Nathan Cleary knock up a record super coach score as our captain on the Sunday night was just fantastic watching he loves turning up for magic rounds a big weekend so i'm scared i'm not trading him out i want to hold him and see if he can do it again it would be awesome to watch the only difference there is that obviously this groin injury is hampering him quite a bit uh he's given up the goal kicking to stephen Crichton. Um, yeah you know he's he's either got to have a rest or it's got to get better at, and he'll get that back but hopefully it's the latter and he just comes good and we can get the goal kicking back and the field kicking is on point again where he can start putting up some massive scores. Taruva, again, he's not doing much and he's not breaking the bank. He's he's kind of a good fifth, sixth option at this moment. A couple of low scores recently, which has obviously been affected by Tungo and now Peachy. Um, he's not really at a price point where you could upgrade him to someone fantastic, but maybe you're looking to downgrade him. Maybe you're trying to jump on Croker before his price goes bananas or or going straight from him to Valence Tavare. So again, I can understand it. Um, for me, I'd prefer to do uh, Will Warbrick or something like that, even though he's gone through his buy period and should be pretty good for the next couple of weeks. But um, you know, the base on Taruva, he gets through the work rate. He's always putting his hand up, wants to big runs out of the back. So he's pretty much floated around the 30, 40s as his base uh, without scoring too many attacking stats. So if he can turn that around, maybe he can jag one and then his price is on the way up again. On the trade ends, it's pretty much just the eels. You could, as I said, Dream Buller is number one with almost. Uh, just un- just over 11,000, sorry. Then you've got Gutherson, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, Jermaine Hopgood as the next four in the list. You know, Hopgood, I can understand. Gutherson, Dylan Brown, uh, uh, very uh, fantastic origin options. Mitch Moses just had a massive game, so everybody's trying to jump on board and, and capitalise for those ones. And 
Nico Hines is in number six. Two and a half thousand people are trading him in. What they were doing without him in the first place, I have no idea. And he's almost a million dollars at the moment. So you're paying absolute top dollar for the man, but you can't go without him. Corey Horsburgh for the Raiders, he's been having a big few weeks. He's really put his hand up. He's like the t- Joe Tarpany of this year um, where he just exploded. Had a 98 on the weekend against the Dolphins. He had a 95 earlier in the year against the Sharks where he scored a double. He, he's playing big minutes. He's playing um, good footy, you know, playing 71, 71, 70 minutes over the last three weeks and, and averaged uh, – I can't do the math, but, you know, just about 70 points in those three games. So absolutely playing fantastic. Has a good run of teams coming up, Bulldogs, Eels, Seagulls, and then South during Origin 1. So they'll be without Latrell, possibly Cody. Cam Murray won't be there. Um, yeah, those guys will be missing. So, oh, Jai Arrow, sorry, was the other one I was thinking of. He'll be in the Queensland, uh, at least squad, you would think, possibly call up to game one but yeah it's a it's a good first big buy round and then you can maybe jump off when uh, a couple of the other guys have finished their buys max Fini number eight as the most traded in uh, 235k only played the one game but coming into his second so I think you can wait on this one hasn't had a lot of experience in the NRL obviously but um, did score 63 last weekend. So if he puts up another big one against the Tigers uh, this week, then he'll be one of the most traded in players of round 11, you would think, when they play the Cowboys. So keep an eye on Max Fini. I'd be waiting and watching, grabbing somebody else this week. Jared Croker is at number nine, missed his first 55K price rise. But Again, he still has money to make if he can continue doing what he's doing. And then the other one, Connolly Lemuelu at number 10. Huge week for him. Um, We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago with Kafusi being out, and then he was going to come back from his suspension. Uh, What would that do for Lemuelu? Would he go back to the bench? Fortunately, when Kafusi come back, Kenny Bromwich got suspended, so it bored everybody another week. But now Kenny Bromwich is back. And uh, Wayne Bennett's just gone. Listen, this kid's got something. We're going to keep him out there on that left edge. Kenny Bromwich has gone into prop with his brother. They're playing in the middle there, and Lemuelu just absolutely killed the game on the weekend, Uh, running fantastic lines, getting good ball off Katoa and Cody Nikarima. He scored a double and, and banged out 120. So I, unfortunately, not long ago got rid of him, but, uh, you know, a fantastic options and um, should be safe play over the next couple of weeks. For those 2,000 people that are buying him this week, the Dolphins do have the buy next weekend, round 11, so you'll be missing him straight away. That's uh, just about it for me. Um, Not too much going on. As I said, I haven't had a look at trades too closely at the moment. I am very much considering Tyron Peachy as much as I'm not happy about it, but there is money to be made there. And I think I could do with a downgrade option somewhere, try and build some bank. I want to get JMK in a couple of weeks as my second hooker for the buy period. So I'll try and build a bit of a war chest over the next couple of weeks. Um, 
target him in round 12, I think, once he's finished his first buy of round 11 and um, head from there. So I'm not sure what I'm doing there. Captains, listen, it's getting to a point where we pretty much just auto-captain. We go back to auto-captains like we were with uh, Corey Parker, Paul Gallandais. You just put it on Nico Hines, set and forget, and um, go from there. So can't go wrong with Nico at the moment. Playing the Dolphins, they should have another big game, you would think. So I, I, it's hard to go past him. As a uh, vice, I might throw it on Cleary in the earlier game against New Zealand and just hope for the best. But, you know, if he doesn't – oh, Jesus, can't do that. They're both halfbacks. My apologies. Um, yeah, so I'll go with Nico early on, and then and I'll figure something out before that. Turbo plays on the Friday night. Maybe he'll kill the Broncos. That would be nice to see. Anyway, guys, that's it for me. Uh, as I said, short and sharp this week. Get through it pretty quickly. Hopefully, it's given you enough information to tide you over until we get the, the big man back next week. I believe he's just on a work trip as much as I like to think he's written himself off somewhere. He's probably done both, but um, he'll be back next week. We'll be back chatting super coach and, and back on the airwaves. Just before I go, though, I... I did want to say a huge thank you to everybody. Um, it's been a tough start to the year for me personally, but I um, wanted to say I seen all the tweets, the replies, the direct messages, the um, text messages from you know friends and that sort of stuff. Like, I I have seen them, I've read them all, and I am so appreciative of everyone's support through this i i wouldn't be back here if it wasn't for you guys so i do truly appreciate it and like and i can't wait to keep this year going and, and talking to you all year thanks guys have a cracking weekend and uh, i'll talk to you on the other side Shoot.